Well, Merry Christmas. Good to see all of you. I was asked earlier this evening if I was excited about tonight. And I said, you know, for a priest, this is like the Super Bowl. I mean, this is like, you know, like Christmas and Resurrection Sunday is, I mean, it, it doesn't get any more epic in the life of the church. So I pray that you're excited to be here, that you're ready to dig into God's Word and, and see what He would have for us this evening. So with that, I want to invite you to open a Bible, if you have one, um, to Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. Specifically, we're going to look at verses 11 through 14, because if I went through all 14 verses, um, we'd be here for a while. And um, you would be like, okay, that's enough, and you can stop now, and we want to go home and have eggnog and other things. So Some of these words that you've heard tonight are the most familiar happy words of Christmas, and they're right out of Luke 2. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, and they were praising God. And they were saying, glory to God in the highest, and on what? Peace, on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. I want, so I want to implore you to see and exalt with me this Christmas Eve over the wonder and amazement that's in this text with our focus mainly on verse 14, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. So verse 11, for unto you is born this day, this day. It happened on a day, a day in history, not a day in some mythological fairy tale, imaginary story, but a day, a 24-hour period. The Father appointed his Son, Jesus Christ, to come into the world to save sinners. I have not, right? Jesus says, I have not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. For this reason, it is a glorious day. It is the perfect day for unto you is born this day. Notice though, it's in the city of David. It happened in a city It didn't happen in Narnia, it did not happen in Middle Earth, it did not happen in a galaxy far, far away, (laughs) all right? It happened in Bethlehem. The city still exists. I've been there. I remember vividly entering the church of Holy Nativity, perusing uh, the shop that made nativity scenes out of olive wood, all vivid, happened in a city, and the city's name is Bethlehem. Joseph also went up from Galilee to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Bethlehem is six miles from Jerusalem. Bethlehem is the city where Jesse lived, the father of David, the great king of Israel, Bethlehem, the city that Micah prophesied over in Micah 5.2. By which he said, but you, O Bethlehem, 
who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, Bethlehem, a Savior. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior. Who here has ever sinned? Just raise your hand, show of hands. Good. This is good news, right? Tonight is great news because you and I need a Savior. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Only God can forgive sins. And this is why God sent the eternal Son of God into the world, because He is is God, and that's why Jesus said the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Therefore, a Savior was born. But notice next, who is Christ? Who is Christ? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ. Christ is the English word for Christos in the Greek, which means anointed one, which is the meaning of Messiah. This is the one long predicted, long awaited, the one anointed above all others, Psalm 45, 7, the final anointed king, the final anointed prophet, the final anointed priest. In him are all the promises of God, and they are all yes, because he would fulfill all the hopes and dreams of godly Israel and more vastly more because he is also, notice, the Lord. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Lord is meaning ruler. He is the ruler. He is the sovereign, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Lord of the universe. In fact, that's what you've heard tonight, right, from the prophet Isaiah, by which he said, for unto you a child is born, to us a son is given, and all the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of His government and of peace, there will be no end. So if you could put Christmas in a nutshell, it's essentially this. Christmas is something that happened on a real day in a city in our world The Savior takes away the guilt of all sinners. The Christ fulfills all of our hopes. And the Lord defeats all the enemies. And this news brings two great purposes. Two great purposes. And it's right there in verses 13 and 14. I don't know if you heard it. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of a heavenly host, right? An army of angels. And they're praising God and they're saying, 
Two things, essentially. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. Two words, glory and peace. Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace. Glory and peace. Glory and peace. We just had a five o'clock service here, um, which was absolutely incredible. We had about 400, almost 450 folks in this place where you're seated right now. Um, And a lot of you know the five o'clock is really our family service. It's filled with um, kids that we have come up for a pageant. And essentially, it's really like herding cats. <laughs> right? I mean, some of you in here know. I mean, you have years of experience with this. and um, You've seen this. It's, it's just, it's, it's just kind of chaos. It can be chaotic, but I, I think that's how it kind of has grown on me. But you know, that's really the greatness of it, because the scene that unfolded 2,000 years ago was a bit chaotic. As Christmas draws near, it often seems that the world is just a bit chaotic. Traveling, you know, to and fro, um, I was at Walmart last night, I mean, it was absolutely packed. You know, and Walmart are like my peeps, right? We're all a bunch of hicks at Walmart, and so I, those are like my people, you know? There in Cracker Barrel, those are like the two places you can find me. Um, You know, we're traveling to and fro, we're shopping at last minute, we have tight budgets, family feuds. You know, silent nights are really just not so silent. The world seems anything really but peaceful, doesn't it? And yet, this is why I love this night, because... What it signifies to us that are Christians and that have the hope of Christ is that God has broken through the chaos. He's broken through the chaos with a bold proclamation. And the bold proclamation is peace. Peace on earth and goodwill to men. This story reminds us again that in the midst of noise, and interruptions, and lengthy travel, and family reunions, God gives us peace. Right? When your world is at war, peace. When the stock market crashes, peace. When a promise is broken, peace. Christian peace is not the absence of troubles, is it? We know this. All of us in here know that that's true. Christian peace is not the absence of trouble. It is peace that is unshakable even in the midst of troubles. That's Christian peace. During difficult times, Christians are called to remember the living God who works. And He works out all things for good to those who who love Him. And if we set our heart on anything besides God, we, we can lose our peace. And that's what we do, isn't it? But if our greatest love is the unchanging God, then our peace can never be 
taken from us. Jesus has broken through. Jesus was born to bring peace, but not just any peace. The peace that comes from knowing God and being known by Him. Right? It's this God who loses one sheep of the flock, and what does He do? He goes after it. That one. Maybe that's you tonight. You're the one that He's wanting to rescue. You've taken your eyes off Christ. The peace of redemption. I realize tonight that even though Jesus came and died, the world is still a mess. But the healing has begun. Peace with God is here now and total peace is breaking in moment by moment. Many people believe that if they work hard to put this world back together, God will honor that hard work by giving us peace with Him. But Christmas and the good news of the angels say the exact opposite. God gives us peace with Him, which will put this world back together. His gift of peace through Jesus comes first. God loves us. And after all, He created us. God wants to take this world which isn't the way it's supposed to be and restore it so that it's beautiful and so that it's perfect. And God wants every bit of sadness and evil and brokenness to come untrue. And it will. In order to do that, instead of giving us what we deserve, He took care of it Himself. And it cost Him. It cost Him everything. So there could be glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men. This Christmas, brothers and sisters, let us ponder and let us treasure. Let us pause to to think and to consider and wonder and meditate on what it means that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus and rest in what He has come to do. Hark, the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all you nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark, the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Merry Christmas. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for your word this evening. Pray that you would bury it deep within us, in our hearts, in our minds, that we would treasure Christ that we would treasure Christ leaving this place, that this Christmas would not be the same. 
Holy Spirit, come. Fill our hearts with glad tidings and joy, knowing that this is true. That we don't do this in vain, but what the world is doing all around the globe is worshiping what's true. And that's that Jesus was born. So, Father, glory to you. Glory to your Son. Holy Spirit, glory to you in the highest. And peace on earth and goodwill to men. Pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, all God's people said, Amen. Amen.